Good evening, my name is Jerry Osawardi, and welcome to the Hiles Anderson 50th Anniversary Celebration. I've had the privilege of working here for 46 of those 50 years. Now, if you, have, if you ask any bus mechanic who's been doing it for a long time, they can tell you that each bus has a different personality. Now, their buses will become like children. Sometimes they behave, and sometimes they don't. You, as a mechanic, you can tell if a bus is, is sick or if it's ready to run a race. As a mechanic, you can tell if, it's, if a bus is having a good day or a bad day. Sometimes a bus can even become like a friend. You almost grow to love them, almost like you would a faithful horse. Now, a bus starts off as life as a beautiful, shiny, yellow piece of metal. And a new bus smells just like a new car, but that disappears very quickly. Now, a school will buy a bus, and they'll keep it for 10 to 12 years, and then they replace them. I'm going to tell you the testimony of one of my all-time favorite buses. It's bus number seven. Now, how many here have ever heard a regular testimony before? Okay, very good. But I bet you've never heard a testimony before from a bus. That's because very few people have ever worked with buses for over 40 years and can actually understand them. Now, I can tell what a bus is thinking. I can talk their language. So I'm going to tell you the story of bus number seven in its own words, just as he told it to me. So this is the testimony of bus number seven. I started off life as a big, proud, yellow school bus. Life was great. I had all the fuel and oil I could ever need. I had my own parking place with my number on the sign, number seven. People even called me Lucky Seven. Maybe I was a little cocky, and maybe I had a little bit of an attitude, like, I'm bigger than you, or don't mess with me. I had authority. I could just put out my stop arm, and everybody had to stop. I had a great schedule. All the holidays off, the weekends off even had the whole summer off. Now, like most vehicles, I wondered about my future. I noticed that when buses get around 10 or 12 years old, they just disappeared and new ones took their places. And I wondered, where did they go? I heard the mechanics say terms like, put out to pasture, whatever that means. I also heard terms like auctions or trade-in, and the most terrible-sounding one at all, Scrapyard. Now, I've always been lucky seven. People called me that. But would my luck run out one day? What would happen to me? One day it finally came. I heard somebody saying I was being sold. Talk about scary. Some men came and picked me up and drove me to my new home. They drove me to a place with a big brick building and a white steeple on the top. I saw a sign that said, Baptist Church. I was terrified. I've heard rumors that some Baptists could be mean. Later that week, some people came with sandpaper and some scary tools and started sanding all over me. They took off my stop arm. They took off the word school bus. They went all over and sanded my entire body. It hurt a little, and it was kind of embarrassing too. Then something happened I never dreamed of. They painted over my yellow, but they replaced it with the most beautiful blue you've ever seen. Monday finally came, and I was all ready. 
But all I did that day was sit in the parking lot. What was going on? I always work Monday through Friday. Maybe they forgot about me. I sat the whole week. Nothing. Finally, Sunday came, the day of rest, or so I thought. (laughs) Very early, a nice-looking family came and walked up my steps. Then something happened that had never happened in my life. I heard them pray to Jesus before we left. I never heard the name Jesus used that way before, in a prayer. I couldn't believe it. They even prayed for me that I would have a safe trip. It was the first time that I was ever prayed for, as far as I know. After a short time, we had picked up lots of riders. It was a little different crowd than I was used to. There were grandmas, and there were gang members. (laughs) There were teenagers, and there were some troublemakers. There were babies, and a few brats. I noticed they behaved a little different than the crowd I was used to, They climbed all over my seats. One kid had a marker and was going to write on me until someone told him to put it away. One kid had a knife and was going to cut my seats until somebody took that away. Whatever happened to the rule about no eating on the bus? Why don't these kids sit down? Then something called preaching started. Someone named Captain went up and down the aisle, and he kept hitting my roof as hard as he could. (laughs) I, I think he was trying to make a point, but I was concentrating on the road, so I really didn't catch what it was. What had I got myself into? Maybe it would have been better if I could have just been made into an RV. You'll be glad to know it finally took a while, but but I finally got used to it. I heard Captain read from a book called the Bible about things that God could use. God could use five smooth stones in the slingshot. God could use the faith of a mustard seed. God could use a whale to swallow a disobedient preacher. God could use anybody or anything. They just have to be willing to be used. I learned that God could use me too. I started to like the preaching I even have a favorite Bible verse now, Matthew 6.20. But lay up yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt. Oh, what a great verse for a bus. I hate rust. (laughs) The Bible has something for everybody. It took a while, but I began to see some changes in my writer's lives. One kid named Johnny got got on me one day after church. And he told the other kids he got saved. He was different after that, but not perfect though. Later his mom and sister came and they got saved too. There's a sweet girl named Mary and she said she was going to be a missionary and go to another country and tell people about Jesus. One of the gang members even got saved and you would not even recognize him now. I heard some kids talking about going to Bible college in the fall. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention is after they painted me blue, they even let me keep the same number. I am still bus number seven. Until I stopped and talked to Brother Jerry here, I never really thought that much about the word lucky. I really didn't understand what it meant. I think I would like to add to it and say, don't just call me lucky, call me blessed. (laughs) 
I've heard it said that you can't have a bus ministry without a driver, and you can't have a bus ministry without workers, and you can't have a bus ministry without a mechanic, but you really can't have a bus ministry without a bus. I learned that God can use me too. God can use anybody or anything. I think that God would even be willing to use you. What a great way to spend the rest of our days. I am lucky. I am blessed. You could be too. Would you consider joining me? Hope to see you on Sunday.